the flagship station for Blue Raider sports, WGNS. Okay, we passed along the Blue Raiders starting lineup for Charlotte. Coach uh, Robert Woodard will have Blake Jackson in left field leading off. Jack Dragum, the shortstop, will hit second. Cam Fisher in right field batting third. Jake Cunningham, the center fielder, bats fourth. Brandon Stallman at third base will hit fifth. The DH in this game will be Eli Weisner, who had a pinch hit home run in the first game. He'll be DHing. Caden Hobson will catch and bat seventh. The change in the lineup, uh, Dante DeFranco, sophomore, will be at second base in place of Knight and will bat eighth. And it will be Spencer Nolan at first base batting ninth. Starting pitcher will be Hale Sims. He is a senior. We'll give you some numbers on him in just a moment. Umpires are coming out. And the two coaches will be for, out for the formal uh, exchange of lineups. So the Raiders come in with a record of 27 and 28 and finished Conference USA the regular season with a 14 and 16 record. Charlotte 32 and 26 on the season. They were 17 and 12 in the conference. They had one game postponed. I think that was with San Antonio. And the 49ers, uh, quite a slugging outfit. They hit 90. They have hit 94 home runs uh, in their 58 ball games to date, and banged out a couple in the. Actually hit, uh, what, four home runs, I think, in the first game, which they won today by a score of 12-9. to nine. Their shortstop, Dragum, hit two home runs. Cam Fisher hit one. And Weissner, pinch hitting for the DH, hit a home run. The Raiders, on the other hand, have hit 47 home runs this season, although they have a higher team batting average. 289 compared to Charlotte's 264. The 49ers, a very good defensive team with a fielding average of 978, which is excellent. The Raiders, uh, not too bad themselves, fielding average of 971. And that's the way the numbers look going into this elimination game. Middle Tennessee and Charlotte. It's about the top of the hour, so let's take uh, 10 seconds for station identification. Should be about ready for first pitch when we come back as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you from Houston, Texas. I want to thank all the folks here at Rice University. They've been a very... A hospitable uh, host, I guess you would say, and it looks like Charlotte's getting ready to take the field. You have a different set of umpires. We've had a different set of umpires for each game. Uh, In this game, Chris Ward will be the home plate umpire. John Mang at first base. Timothy Rosso will be the second base umpire. Will Prestwood will be at third base. Charlotte takes the field, and their starting pitcher, Hale Sims. He is a senior, 6'4", 
290. He's a big boy. <laughs> Senior from Paducah, Kentucky. And 2-0 and on the season. He's making his 20th appearance. He's had three starts, 3.37 earned run average, 29 and a third innings. He's allowed 23 hits and 11 earned runs. Let's see. Sims has given up only one home run this season. He has walked 17 and struck out 32 in 29 innings. Opponents hitting 221 against him. He did appear in the series in Charlotte against the Raiders in game, let's see, game two of that series, I think. Pitched uh, three innings in relief of their starter, Hanson. Gave up no runs, two hits, had one strikeout. That was the game that the Raiders jumped out in front five to nothing early, and then Charlotte came back and came back uh, strong to win 14 to five. 49ers won in the opening game today, 12 to nine. The Raiders were down 12 to four going into the eighth inning, picked up a run there. And then Jeremiah Boyd cranked a grand slam home run in the ninth to make it 12 to nine. And that was your final. JT Mabry leads it off for the Raiders. Here in inning number one, winner of this game will play for the championship tomorrow. So this is uh, a winner-take-all going into the final game of the tournament. First pitch is a fastball in at 90. Four-call strike. We're underway at 4.02 on this Saturday afternoon. Second pitch to Mabry misses low and away. Count goes to one and one. Mabry in the opener today was 0 for 5. Comes in hitting 323. Sims with the pitch, swung on, fly ball left field. Into the corner, deep, and foul. It went out of the ballpark. One and two. Unable to see the corners from our broadcast location. We just had to kind of go by the fielder's reaction and, of course, the umpires. There's a ball hit into center field. Well hit, but Cunningham slides over into left center. Makes the catch for out number one. So one out here in the first. The batter will be Brett Coker. Here's our guest on the pregame show. Leading hitter for the Raiders at 350. He had two singles and five trips in the opener today. Sims with the pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Coker said in that interview that they'd been throwing him nothing but sliders. He hoped to get a fastball, and he got one there, but he swung through it. 0-1 the count. Sims with the pitch, swung on, popped up into shallow center field, moving over Cunningham. And he'll make the catch. Cunningham has made the put out on the first two Raider batters. And with two outs, the batter will be 
Jeremiah Boyd. Boyd's only hit in this tournament has been that grand slam home run in the top of the ninth inning in the first game today. He is one out of 13. Sims with the pitch. Hit down the right field line, but foul. Going to be over in the Blue Raider bullpen. One strike to count. Jeremiah at 293 on the year, 13 homers, 49 runs batted in. Swung on hard, shot to third, picked up there by Stallman to throw to first. Was in the turf, but picked up by the first baseman on the hop. And that's going to be all. Boyd retired third to first. So in the top of the first inning, Raiders go down in order. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth. Middle Tennessee nothing. Charlotte coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the first inning. Freshman right-hander Patrick Johnson making his first appearance in the tournament for the Raiders. Uh, 6'2", 185 out of Chattanooga. Pitched high school ball for the Baylor School. And he will be facing Jackson. Dragum and Fisher in the first inning. That's uh, quite an assignment. Patrick started against Charlotte in the final game of that series in Charlotte, went two innings, allowed three runs, all earned on three hits. Raiders lost that game five to two. He also pitched an inning and two thirds relief in the first game against the 49ers. So it's not his first time to see this team. The key to uh, stopping Charlotte is to stop their first four hitters. That you, you know that might seem very simplistic. Number eight, Blake Jackson. Their first four hitters are uh, are pretty good, and I guess you could say that for every team, but uh, just better than most. Blake Jackson leads it off. He's the left fielder, left-handed hitter. Johnson's first pitch in for a strike. Nothing in one. Raiders did strike Jackson out twice in the first game, but he had two hits and a walk. Johnson with the pitch, fouled out of play to the left, and Johnson out in front, 0-2. Jeremiah Boyd 
handling the catching duties in this game. Briggs Rudder shifts to the DH spot. 88 degrees at game time. Skies are partly cloudy, kind of a hazy day. Pitch gets past Boyd back to the backstop and it's one and two. Winds out of the southeast at three, very gentle breeze. And the, I forgot to check the relative humidity. I'll check that too, but it's been fairly low. This series of pitch outside, two balls and two strikes. 34% relative humidity, which is uh, pretty good for this time of year in Texas. 2 2 the count. Johnson with a pitch to Jackson, and it's a bit high, ball three. So the count goes from 0 and 2 to 3 and 2. Drag him the shortstop, waiting to hit next. And the 3-2 pitch on the way, and that one just missed. Good-looking pitch, called a ball. And Jackson will draw a base on balls. And the batter will be the shortstop, Jack Dragum. Senior hit two home runs in the first game. Also had a single. Up to his batting average to 288. Now with nine home runs on the year. Runner at first, nobody out. Quick throw over there and the runner back. Charlotte is not a team that steals very often. Why should they? They've got so much power. Dragon takes a strike on the outside corner, nothing in one. Cam Fisher, who supplies most of that power, is on deck. Blue Raider infield, double play depth. And a toss to first, the runner back. This is Patrick Johnson's first appearance in the tournament, so he should be fresh. The pitch, Dragum hits it into left center field and deep. Benson back near the wall, that one's gone. And just as Charlotte started the first game, Dragum with a two run homer in the first inning, he has repeated history here. Has a two run homer into deep left center field just to the left of the batter's eye. And just like that, Charlotte leads two to nothing. And that leadoff walk will come back to haunt you almost every time. Right there, number one, Cam Fisher. So that's three home runs today for Dragum against Raider pitching. It's also his 10th of the season. And the batter is Cam Fisher. Fisher takes the pitch low and inside, four ball one. Raiders did not get Fisher out in the first game. He had three walks, a double, and a home run and scored four runs. And drives this one into right field for a base hit. Snyder up with it, gets it back in, and 
A home run by Dragum, followed by a Fisher single. Runner at first, nobody out. Hit number two for the 49ers. And here's Cunningham, the center fielder. Cunningham with 11 home runs. Got hit twice by pitches in the first game, had a double. Johnson comes set, and the pitch, and it's in for a strike. No balls, one strike to Cunningham. Charlotte leading two to nothing. We're in the bottom of the first inning. The pitch, swung on, popped up. It's gonna be Coker, the shortstop coming in, midway in the infield, makes the catch for out number one in the inning. So Cunningham pops out to the Raiders shortstop. And with one out, the batter is Brandon Stallman, the third baseman. Left-handed hitter, he's big for a third baseman. He had two doubles in the first game, two out of five. Comes in hitting 287. Throw to first, runner back. That's Cam Fisher running at first base. Another throw over there. They're, they're thinking, well, maybe if we can't get him out at the plate, maybe we can catch him leading too far off first base. Here's the pitch. Grounded foul off to the right side. One strike to Stallman. This game started just exactly as the first game did. A leadoff walk to Jackson, a two-run homer by Dragum. Exactly the same thing happened here in the first inning. Swung on and foul to the screen. The count is two strikes to Stallman. I guess it's okay to start the same way. We just don't want to finish the same way. 0-2 the count. Quick throw to first, runner back. Raiders have their black tops on today, white numerals, white lettering, white pants. Charlotte with the dark green tops, white pants, green caps. Pitch fouled out of play, count holds at 0-2. Those numbers are, I think, gold. Outlined in white. A little easier to read than the uh, than the Louisiana Tech numbers. Fly ball left field. Galloway down in the corner, and that's going to be a foul ball. That one hit a long way, the opposite way to left field. And out of play, and I've, I've mentioned in each of our broadcasts, uh, just a very little foul ground down in the corner from the uh, edge of the bullpen to the foul pole, only about three or four feet of fair territory or a foul territory there outside the white line. Another throw to first. Plenty of foul ground from the dugouts to the base baselines and all the way extending to the bullpens as it kind of angles 
toward the uh, toward the foul line once you get past the dugouts. Two-strike pitch, fouled away. Count holding at 0-2. All turf field here put in after last year. They also moved the fences in. Fits, uh, the distances down each line were 335. They're now 320. Here's Johnson's pitch, and it's high for ball one. Center field distance was 400 feet, now 390. And power alleys, 365 each way. They were 375. Scoreboard out in right center field, same spot it is at home. And the flagpoles out in left center, just about where the Lee Victory Wall of Champions would be at home. Here's the pitch. Ground smash, passed right in the right field. Fisher rounding second, heading for third, and they'll have him at first and third with one out. Stallman, a sharp single, passed D.J. Wright into right field. It's hit number three in the inning. The D.A. number 21. And the runners at first and third, Eli Weisner is the hitter. He is the D.H. Senior from Glen Allen, Virginia. Came in and hit a pinch hit home run in this today's first game in the DH spot. So he earns a start here. Swinging a foul out of play. One strike to count. Raider infield still looking for that ground ball they can turn into a double play. First and third, one out. Johnson with the pitch, fouled out of play again, 0-2. Patrick Johnson comes set. 0-2 is the count to Weisner. He takes the pitch high for a ball. Trying to get him to bite on a high fastball. One ball, two strikes. Throw to first, runner back. The Charlotte team for all their slugging prowess and they now have 95 home runs in this uh, for them is game number 59. Their team average was 264. Pitch just missed. Must have been a bit low, two and two. Raiders on the other hand only hit 47 home runs but had a much higher team batting average of 289. Two balls, two strikes. Another throw to first and the runner back. Johnson ready to work, two and two. Pitch to the plate, strike three call. Caught him looking at an outside fastball. That is out number two. 
Patrick gets his first strikeout, and the batter is the catcher, Kate Hobson. Hobson in the first game had a single in four trips, also had a walk, hitting 252 for the season. Quick throw to first, runner back. Johnson comes set, and the pitch to the plate. Swung on, hit to left field, down the line, Galloway over. He's got room, and he makes the catch for out number three. So that is all in the first inning. 49ers come up with two runs. There were three hits and two men left on base. So we have completed one full inning. Charlotte two, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the top of the second inning. Raiders trailing two to nothing. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors who've been with us all season. Enjoyed working with you folks. And one of uh, one of our good sponsors, the law offices of John Day, Murfreesboro's personal injury law firm proud sponsor of the Blue Raiders. Glad to have all of our sponsors aboard. Hale Sims, a senior, big fella. When I say big, he's not only tall, but he's wide. 6'4", 290 pounds, out of Paducah, Kentucky. Had a 1-2-3 first inning. Making only his fourth start this season. First baseman, number 17. Here's DJ Wright to lead off the second inning for the Raiders. Wright, Rudder, and Galloway. Sims with the pitch. DJ takes it low and outside for ball one. Sims set the Raiders down with two fly balls and a ground out in the top of the first inning. Off-speed pitch comes inside, actually too far inside. It nipped him, and Wright will take his base, hit by a pitch. And that will bring up Briggs Rudder. So DJ is the Blue Raiders' first base runner, hit by a pitch. 
Riggs had a solo home run in the first game today. He was one for four, and it was his fourth of the season. Two of them in this tournament. Pitch low for ball one. Right, the runner at first. And Sims with the pitch, taken for a strike. One ball, one strike to DJ Wright. Four out of 13 in the tournament, including a double and a home run. Oh, I'm sorry, I was looking at DJ Brutter. Batter, he is three of 11, but two of those have been home runs. One ball, one strike. Sims with the pitch and hit to center field. Cunningham back, still going back. He's got room, makes the catch. Four out number one here in the second inning. Rudder sent it deep to center field, but a lot of room out there for Cunningham. And with one out, the batter is Jackson Galloway. Left fielder number 16, Jackson Galloway. Galloway put one on the hill. Outside the left field fence in game one, it was his third home run of the season. He was uh, one for three with a walk. Sims with the pitch. Jackson takes the strike call. No balls, one strike to Galloway. Got hit by Galloway, a home run in the first game was his first and only hit of the tournament. One for 11 now. Sims ready with the 0-1. Long pause and the pitch. Mrs. Lowe popped out of the catcher's mitt. No advance by Wright. One ball, one strike. Gabe Jennings waiting to hit next for the Raiders. We're in the top of the second inning. Charlotte leading two to nothing. Pitch skied down the right side foul. Everybody over by the Blue Raider dugout, but it's up on the screen. And a foul ball will make the count one ball and two strikes to Jackson Galloway. Junior outfielder, he was the team's leading hitter last season at 346. Never got to that point this year. He's at 251 coming into this game. One and two the count, the pitch. Strike three call. At the outside corner. That's out number two. First strikeout for Sims. And the batter will be Gabe Jennings. Third base for number eight, Gabe Jennings. Jennings reached base three times, all on walks in the first game today. Runner goes, the pitch is in the dirt, skips away from the catcher and pulling into second base. DJ Wright, that was a stolen base. He was already underway 
when the pitch was made. It'll be his sixth stolen base of the season. One ball, no strikes to Jennings. DJ at second base with two outs. Jennings takes another pitch down into the turf, and it's 2-0. Raiders trying to get on the board here in the second inning. Trail two to nothing. Sims with the pitch. That's a strike called, and it's two and one. Right-hander delivers, same spot. 90 miles an hour on the outside. Two and two. Here's the pitch. Gabe hits it to right field. Fisher moving over near the line, makes the catch. And that's all in the second inning. Jennings flies to right. No runs, no hits. One left. And we'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Charlotte 2, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We move to the bottom of the second inning. Charlotte will have the eight, nine, and one batters coming up against freshman Patrick Johnson. Dante DeFranco, second baseman, did not see any action in the first game. Today comes in hitting 241. Second baseman number three, right-handed batter, Franco out of Hillsboro, North Carolina. Here's a pitch from Johnson. It's over but low for ball one. Franco was not in the original lineup. Austin Knight was listed as the second baseman in this spot in the batting order, but he was scratched uh, shortly before the game started. Pitches low, ball two, two and oh. Very important to get these guys out toward the end of the lower part of their batting order. 
because the top part is poison. And there's a ball drilled into left center field for a base hit. So DeFranco leads off the second inning with a base hit to left. Fourth hit off Johnson. And the batter is the number nine hitter, Spencer Nolan, first baseman. Spencer was 0 for 5 in the opening game. He is a freshman, right-handed batter. Johnson with the pitch, and it's grounded in the hole and a base hit to left field. So that is not a good sign when the bottom of their batting order gets on base for the top of the order, and now you've got to face Jackson Dragum, Fisher, and Cunningham. That's hit number five off Johnson. No outs, first and second. Here is Jackson. Wouldn't be surprised to see him drop a bunt. Johnson out of the stretch. He was not going to bunt that one. Took it for a strike. Nothing in one. Let off the game with a walk and scored behind Dragum's home run. One strike to count. Shot to right field. That's in for a hit. Snyder will get it in quickly and they'll hold the bases loaded. Three straight singles to open the second inning for Charlotte. DeFranco to third, Nolan to second. Jackson is at first with no outs, and Coach Jerry Myers is making a trip to the mound, and I think he has seen enough. So we're going to have a pitching change right here. We will take a break, tell you about the new Blue Raider pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. So the Raiders with an early pitching change as Patrick Johnson is removed in favor of right-hander Jalen Wirtz. And he is 
Facing no easy assignment here as he inherits the bases loaded and no outs in the second inning. Orch did not pitch against Charlotte in the earlier series. He's coming in with a 2-0 record, 24 in the third innings. He's given up 29 hits, 17 earned runs, 13 walks, 13 strikeouts. Has allowed four home runs. Earned run average 6.29. And he will face Jack Dragham, who already has hit three home runs today against the Raiders. Bases loaded, no outs. Raider infield will play double play depth. And Dragham, who hit two home runs in the opening game and a two-run homer in the first inning of this game, will step in. number six, Jack Dragham. Dragum now eight of 20 in the tournament with three home runs, all against the Raiders. Pitch to the plate, low and outside, ball one. He wasn't going to hit that one out of the park. Couldn't reach it. One ball, no strikes. Works with the pitch. High and away, ball two, two and oh. Jalen, a sophomore, 6'4", 205. He is from Gallatin. He's behind two balls, no strikes to drag him. Drag him, hits the ball to short. Coker up, goes to second. Out there, the throw to first. In time, that's a double play. One run will score on the double play as DeFranco comes in. But Wirtz gets the ground ball that the Raiders have been looking for. This is a 6-4-3 double play. Jackson, the runner at first, forced. And then the return throw by Mabry. Doubles up Dragum. So two outs. The batter is Fisher with a runner at third and a run in. Three to nothing, Charlotte. Fisher hits a fly ball to deep right center. Benson back near the wall and leaps up. That one's gone. Fisher has hit another home run against the Raiders. Raiders have not been able to get him out today. Drives in Nolan. And it's now a five to nothing game. Well, Fisher, that is his 30th home run of the season in game number 59 for Charlotte. And that ties the all-time Conference USA home run record for a single season, which was set back in 1998. It's been around 25 years. Here's Cunningham, strike call, nothing in one. Two outs now, bases empty, three runs across. Charlotte leading five to nothing. Works with the pitch, fly ball center field. Benson 
Coming in a few steps now under it, and he's got it for out number three. That is all in the second. But again, the Charlotte power at the plate shows up with three runs. There were four hits. Big blow was the home run by Fisher, two-run shot. One man left. We've completed two full innings, Charlotte five, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the third inning of this elimination game and Charlotte leading five to nothing. For the Raiders, Eston Snyder will lead off. Snyder, Benson, and then back to the top of the batting order for Mabry. Raiders do not have a hit off Sims, who has hit one batter, and that's been the only base runner for the Raiders. First pitch, a strike call to Snyder. Snyder, five out of 12 in the tournament. He's had a pretty good tournament with the bat. Swung on, fouled out of play, and the count goes to 0-2. That one up on the grandstand roof. Sims with the pitch. Check swing. Down low, it's one and two. And the pitch from Sims is swung on, grounded to third. Stallman up with it. The throw across is in time, and Snyder's retired third to first. One out here in the third inning. Luke Benson, the number nine hitter, will come to the plate. Benson, three out of 11 in the tournament. Had two of those hits in the first game this morning. Sims with the pitch, and it's low for ball one. Cunningham playing very shallow in center field. The pitch, and for a strike, one and one. 
So Sims has had not seen any action in the tournament thus far, although he is their the pitcher with their lowest earned run average on the staff. The pitches outside, two and one, primarily a reliever, although he's making his fourth start today. Two balls and a strike to Vincent. Luke takes it low for ball three, three and one. Lights have been turned on here at Reckling Park. Strike at the knees, full count to Vincent, three and two. Right-hander pitching out of the stretch and low for ball four. Raiders have a base runner here in the third, base on balls. Luke Vincent at first with one out, the batter J.T. Mabry. Second baseman number 11, J.T. Mabry. He's looking for his first hit on this Saturday. He was 0 for 5 in the opening game and applied to center field as the leadoff batter in this game. Benson, the runner at first. And the pitch to Mabry, sliced in the right field for a base hit. Benson will hold it second as the throw comes back in. And the Raiders have him at first and second with one out. That is the first hit off Sims. Mabry hit it sharply in the hole between first and second. That hole was made a little larger because the first baseman was holding Benson at the bag. And now time called. We've got catcher Hobson on the mound with the word. Kevin Nichols coaching down at third. Hasn't had much business down there in this game. Mark Deluja, the first base coach, with a word or two for Mabry, and now the batter is Coker. Brett takes it in the dirt for ball one. Runners at first and second, one out. Sims out of the stretch, the pitch swung out a miss. Good slider and it's one and one. The one one check swing down low ball two. Since there's no such thing as a five run homer, you're down five to nothing. You just got to try to get a run here, a run there, wherever you can and narrow the gap. Two on, one out here in the third. Swing and a miss, two and two. Another one of those sliders that Coker says he's been seeing all week. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch, low ball three. 
Count goes full to the Raiders shortstop. Benson at second, Mabry at first. Three-two pitch coming, and it's swung on, grounded to third. They go to second out there, the throw, no throw to first. So they get the force out on Mabry as Stallman to DeFranco for the put out at second, second out. Coker on on the fielder's choice and Vincent to third. First and third, two outs. Here's Boyd. He grounded out in the first inning. That grand slam in the top of the ninth in game one was the Raiders' first grand slam home run of the season. Sims ready to work. Pitch is a strike call, nothing in one. And Jeremiah takes that one low and into the turf. One ball, one strike. Sims goes for a little rosin. Hot day out there on the field. Not too humid, though, which is a break for the players. One and one. Jeremiah hits it to center field, and Cunningham can't get it. That's in for a base hit. And the Raiders are on the board with their first run. Jeremiah Boyd drives in a run with a solid single. And it's a five to one game. Toker stopped at second. First baseman number 17. Hit DJ number two, Wright. run number one off Sims, and the batter is DJ Wright. First and second, two outs. Sims with the pitch. DJ takes it into the turf, ball one. Charlotte has a right-hander throwing in the bullpen. Sims comes set in the pitch. Strike called, it's one and one to DJ. Wright was hit by a pitch in the second inning. He stands fairly close to the plate. Swung on, hit into left center field. Long run for the outfielders. They can't get it. One run will score. Jeremiah Boyd will hold at third. It's five to two. DJ Wright with a double to left center field. Hit number three, run number two off Sims. And the Raiders have runners at second and third with two outs, and now it's a five to two game. The batter is Briggs Rudder. 
time call. We're going to have a visit to the mound. I th think this is the pitching coach coming out, not the manager. So Charlotte scored two in the first. The Raiders have now matched that, but they also picked up three in the second. And that's the margin now, five to two. But with Rudder, they will have the tying run at the plate with two outs. Sims gonna stay in there. Rudder fly to center field in the second inning. He's got an RBI opportunity here in the third. DH number 38, Briggs Rudder. Boyd at third. DJ Wright at second. Two outs here in the third inning. Two runs in. Sims with the pitch. Low ball one. Galloway would hit next. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch into the turf. Ball two. That skipped away from the catcher. Two balls, no strikes. Rudder is the DH in this game after catching game one. Strike call, and it's two and one. Left fielder Jackson a little bit over into left center with this right-hand hitter up. Swing and a tap foul at the plate, and the count goes to two and two. Center fielder playing just about straight away, and Fisher in right field also shaded over into right center a bit. So basically the foul lines on either side are wide open. Two balls, two strikes to Rudder. Sims ready to work. And a fly ball to left field. Jackson going back. Comes in a little short of the warning track now. Reaches up and takes it for out number three. That is gonna be all for the Raiders in the third. But they do come up with two runs. There were three hits and two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning here in Houston, Texas, Conference USA. As Charlotte leads by a score of five to two. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Jalen Wirtz on to pick it up for the Raiders here in the third inning. Came on with uh, no outs and the bases loaded in the second. Got a ground ball double play. But then the next batter, Fisher, hit it out of the park for a two-run homer. Here is Stallman, the third baseman, who singled in the first inning. Left-handed batter. Stallman, a junior. And Jalen Wirtz, the pitch high for ball one. Only two seniors in this starting nine for Charlotte. Young ball club. Ball slammed into right center field. That's in for a hit, past the diving Snyder. He'll pick it up, get it into the infield, and that's gonna be a stand-up double for Stallman. And he had two of those, I think, in the first game. He did, two doubles in the first game, has another double he here. number 21, Eli Wiesner. That's the second hit off Wirtz, and the batter is Wiesner, who was called out on strikes in the first inning. The runner at second base, nobody out. Wirtz with the pitch, swung on, fouled out of play, strike one. Raiders have not found anybody out of that bullpen today who's been able to cool off these Charlotte bats. One strike to count to Wiesner. And the pitch. Low blocked by Boyd. One and one. Leadoff double by Stallman has him at second base. And a swing and a miss. And the count will go to one and two on Eli Wiesner. He is the DH for the 49ers in this game. Pitch just missed. And it's two and two. Two-two on the way, popped foul. That's going to be out of play. Two-one. 
Two balls, two strikes. Wiesner stands back in, facing Jalen Wirtz. Right-hander delivers, and a fly ball into right field. Snyder moving back, he's on the warning track, makes the catch, the runner's gonna tag at second and go to third. So Wiesner flies out, but he does advance the runner. As Stallman tagged and went to third after the catch. So with one out, the batter is Hobson. Catcher number nine. Flight out Hobson. to end the first inning. Catcher, he's a left-handed batter. He's out of California and a transfer from Arizona. Picked up several transfers in this program. A couple of pitchers we noticed from Vanderbilt, both pitched in the first game today. Time called as Boyd wants to go out and have a word with his pitcher. So a runner at third with one out. The Raiders are going to bring the infield in to the edge of the green turf. Raiders have another right-hander throwing in the pin. Now Jeremiah back behind the plate, and now Coach Myers is out of the dugout. He'll make a trip to the mound, perhaps to change pitchers. We'll see. Runner on third with one out. And there's the signal to the umpire to wave the bullpen in. So we'll take a break, tell you about our new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Attention fans, now pitching for Middle Tennessee, number 32, Daniel Cooey. So the third pitcher of the afternoon on for the Raiders, Daniel Dewey, will come on in relief of Jalen Wirtz. So 
get you some numbers on Daniel. Sophomore, 6'3", 195, Rockvale High School. And Dewey making his 10th appearance. He started two games, 1-0 with an earned run average of four. Nine innings, nine hits, four earned runs. That's an easy earned run average to figure. 14 walks, 12 strikeouts. No home runs, and opponents hitting 257 against Dewey. He'll be facing Hobson, the catcher, with one out and a runner at third base. Catcher number nine, Kate Hobson. Check back and see if Dewey appeared against. 49ers uh, in that previous series in Charlotte. He went one inning, gave up one run on two hits. Pitch to the plate. Inside ball one. The infield drawn in. Let's see. To the edge of the green turf. We'll try to cut that run off at third with one out. And the pitch to the plate is outside for ball two. Two and oh. They just have another right-hander throwing down in their bullpen. Five to two, Charlotte leading. We're in the bottom of the third. The pitch. Swung on and pop foul. That'll be out of play. Count will be two balls, one strike to Hobson. Flight out to left field in the first inning. Two and one. Pitch to the left-hand batter is outside, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Hobson, the number seven hitter. Runner at third with one out. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, popped up. That's going to be in the infield, and Coker's going to call for it, make the catch over nearly uh, in Jennings territory, over around third base. So with the infield pulled in, we got a high infield pop-up. And now two outs. The infielders will back up and play normal. And the batter is Dante DeFranco. He singled in the second inning. Actually a backup infielder, but he's starting for Knight, who was scratched right before the game started. Here's the pitch, low and inside, ball one. Good stop by Jeremiah Boyd. Jennings coming in a little closer to the turf at third base, as is DJ Wright at first. Two outs, runner at third. Swinging a foul, out of play, and it's one and one. 
win today would not only uh, send the Raiders into the championship of the conference tomorrow, but would also even the record out for the season. We're one game under 500 right now. Pitch outside, ball two. Two and one to DeFranco. Daniel Dewey on the mound, delivers low, ball three. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Blue Raider baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. A little late with that one, Jackson, but you are on your toes. Three and one. Pitch inside, ball four. Now runners at first and third with two outs. That's the second walk allowed by Blue Raiders pitchers today. The first one was to the leadoff batter in the first inning. And he came across as the second batter, Dragum, hit a two-run homer. Here's Nolan. He has been known to bunt with a runner at third. I don't know if they would do that with two outs or not. He did it twice in the first game, and the Raiders got the runner at the plate both times. Pitches outside, ball one. So this is the guy you got to get if you're going to get out of this inning because the top of that batting order right around the corner. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch to the plate. Strike called at the knees, one and one. Five to two, Charlotte leading. We're in the bottom of the third. They have runners at first and third with two outs. Dewey with the one-one pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. One and two. Glad to have you joining us today, wherever you might be. You're uh, sneaking a peek over on ESPN Plus. Our buddy J.P. Heath, the voice of the Rice Owls, is doing the honors over there. A ball and two strikes. And the pitch. The runner goes. The throw down to second base, and they'll run the runner in from third. He's going to score. Mabry's return throw to the plate sailed over Boyd's head, went all the way to the backstop. So Stallman comes in to score. Give DeFranco a stolen base, and he advances to third on the throwing error by Mabry. And it's now a six to two game. And a count of two balls and two strikes to Nolan. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled right at home plate. Count holds at two and two. (laughs) 
As soon as Boyd saw the steal attempt, he fired the ball down to second base. Mabry got it and immediately returned the throw to the plate as the runner from third had broken for the plate, but he threw it over Boyd's head. Runner scored easily. And the 2-2 pitch coming and struck him out swinging. That's going to end the inning. But the 49ers pick up a run on one hit, and they strand one. We've completed three full innings. Totals, Charlotte, six runs, eight hits, no errors. Middle Tennessee, two runs, three hits, and one error. Six to two, the Raiders trail, going to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the Raider half of the fourth inning, trailing the Charlotte 49ers 6 to 2. Another one of our season long sponsors has been Lightning's Locker Room, powered by Textbook Brokers. That's the place to get your Blue Raider gear. You can go online and see their selection at mtsugear.com or go by in person at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider provided by textbook brokers. Fourth inning, this is the Wendy's inning for the Blue Raiders. If the Raiders get a hit in this inning, you'll have an opportunity to pick up a free Dave's single cheeseburger. And let's see if we can get you a burger here. Galloway at the plate, swings and misses at the first pitch from Sims, 0-1. Jackson struck out in the second inning. Big right-hander delivers, and he went around, 0-2. Galloway backs out of the box. He was fooled badly on that pitch. Two strikes to count. Right-hander delivers, and it's low for ball one. Sims has been working the outside part of that plate all afternoon with some degree of success. The pitch swung on, popped up, foul ground, catcher back. Does he have room? He does not. He runs into the screen. Just ran out of room. That ball hung up on the... uh, Screen and finally dropped off where the on deck hitter Jennings picks it up. 
Count holding and a ball and two strikes to Jackson Galloway. Play him to hit to the left side, all th uh, three of the four infielders to the left of second base. And he drives it deep into left field. That ball goes a long way and it's gonna be caught on a running catch in left center field by Jackson, the left fielder. Galloway's bid for a second home run today. Or at least a double taken away on a good catch by a running catch by Jackson. One out in the fourth. The batter is Gabe Jennings. Fly to right in the second inning. Sims with the pitch. Strike call, slider. And again, caught that outside corner. Nothing in one. Popped up. That one in foul ground. This one's going to be playable. Third baseman over. Stallman has got it for out number two. Two up, two down in the fourth, and the batter is Eston Snyder. Snyder 0 for 1, grounded out in the third. Right fielder number nine, Eston Snyder. Raiders have three hits in the game. All of them came in the third inning when they scored their two runs. And Snyder hits it in the air down the left field line. Left fielder Jackson over and under. And he's got it. And that is a very quick one, two, three. Fourth inning. Three up, three down. No Wendy's cheeseburger today. That is all in the fourth. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Charlotte six, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Raiders trailing six to two. Daniel Dewey will face the top of the batting order. School's just about out. Uh, Everywhere, I think, but uh, you remember when you were in school and you had a tough assignment coming the next morning? Well, Daniel Dewey has a tough assignment here as he is going to face the top 
three in the Charlotte batting order. Jackson, Dragum, and Fisher. Dragum has a home run. Fisher has a home run. Jackson is low man on the totem pole. He's just got a single and a walk. Dewey's pitch. Misses outside. Ball one. One ball, no strikes to Blake Jackson, sophomore. Ball two is outside, 2-0. and oh. Jackson out of Koppel, Texas. Coming out of junior college there. Two balls, no strikes. All three misses outside. Three and oh, the count. All fours high and inside. Jackson draws a four pitch walk. Second walk charged to Dewey, third for Blue Raider pitchers today. The batter is Jack Dragum. Got him off to a good start with a two-run homer in the first inning, exactly the way they started the earlier game today. And he hit into a double play with the bases loaded in the second. Dewey with the pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Raiders have pulled one double play today. They would like another one right here. Swing and a miss. 0-2. Jackson leads from first. And the 0-2 pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Had him reaching for that one just as he did the first two pitches. Got the bat on that one. 0 and 2. Count holding. Shortstop Dragum is a senior. The 0 2 pitch almost hit him, backed him away. 1 and 2. He's another junior college transfer. So they have leaned heavily on the junior college ranks and the transfer portal to build a pretty solid ball club. Finished third in the conference. The pitch. Again, reaching for an outside pitch, fouled it off the screen. Count holding at a ball and two strikes. Six runs, eight hits for the 49ers. Two runs, three hits for the Blue Raiders. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning, six to two. Dewey ready for the pitch. Strike three call, cut the outside corner and drag him 
caught looking. That is out number one here in the fourth. And the batter is Cam Fisher. Singled in the first, hit a two-run homer in the second. That was his 30th of the season, and Coach Jerry Myers is going to make a visit to the mound. Raiders do have a pitcher warming up. I don't know if he's going to make a change here or just going to talk to Dewey about pitching to Fisher, who we have not been able to get out all day. He was on base five times in the first game, home run and a double, three walks, scored four runs, and in this game has a single and a home run. So Dewey's going to remain in the game. And the batter, Cam Fisher, out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Hardin Valley Academy, and then to Walter State Community College. After a year there, on to Charlotte. Dewey with the pitch. Drilled foul, almost took the first base coach by surprise there. Strike one to Fisher. Turned on that one. Raiders shifting, putting the third baseman Jennings over where the shortstop was, and Coker goes back to shortstop, and Mabry's in shallow right field. And the pitch. Outside, one and one. Center fielder Benson is deep in right center and Snyder deep in right. A lot of room in left center. One and one the count to Cam Fisher. Here's the pitch, outside ball two. I think he's the best hitter I've seen in this conference since uh, you remember Walner for Southern Miss? Walner faced him for four years. He's now, I think, is with the Minnesota Twins. He was that kind of a hitter. Two balls and a strike. All three is outside. Three and one. Not only is Fisher a good hitter, he does not bite on bad pitches. He's patient, we'll take his walks. Got three of them in that first game today. So it's three and one. Dewey with the three one pitch high inside and he walked him. That will push Jackson down to second base. Third walk allowed by Dewey. And with one out the batter is Jake Cunningham, center fielder. He has popped out and applied to center 0 for 2. This is a guy that can hurt you too. That series in Charlotte, he had a double and a home run. His only two hits in the series, but they were both key hits. Makes a strike call, nothing in one. 
First and second, one out. Dewey out of the stretch, the pitch. Outside, ball one, one and one. Absolutely no wind right now. The flags hanging limp on the flag poles in left center field. A ball and a strike to Cunningham. Swung on, fouled out of play, and the count goes to one and two. Bottom of the fourth inning, Charlotte leading six to two. They've got runners at first and second with one out. Cunningham, big right-handed batter. And Dewey with the pitch, foul to the screen. Cunningham listed at 6'4", 205. He is a native of Charlotte. And played high school ball there. Count holes at one and two. The pitch, ground ball to third, Jennings to second, out there, throw to first, no throw, as Maber held it. Seeing he didn't have a chance to get the runner at first, I guess. So Cunningham reaches on the fielder's choice. They get Fisher, the runner, at second. Jennings to Mabry for the second out. And the two outs, runners at first and third. The batter is Stallman. Two for two, single in the first, doubled and scored in the third. Big left-handed hitter. The pitch from Dewey is just inside, ball one. Winner of this game moves on to play Dallas Baptist for the league tournament championship tomorrow at one o'clock. The pitch outside, good stop by Boyd to keep that one from going to the screen. Two balls, no strikes. A championship game will be on national television on CBS Sports at one o'clock Sunday afternoon. Two balls, no strikes. And the pitch. Ball three is outside. One more, and that would load them up. <laughs> three and oh. Pitch to the plate. There's a strike call, three and one. Third, dancing around a bit over there. Ball hit into center field. Vincent coming in. 
And he'll take it for out number three. And for the first time in this game, the Raiders put a goose egg up on the Charlotte side of the board. In the inning, no runs, no hits, two left. For the 49ers at the bottom of the board. We've completed four full innings. Charlotte six, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the fifth inning. The Raiders trailing 6-2. We'll have Luke Benson to lead it off and then the top of the batting order. First Division Bank is a proud partner of MTSU Athletics, the official strikeout partner this season. Don't strike out on your banking services. First Division Bank providing more power to your business. Right now, we've got three First Division strikeouts racked up by Blue Raider Leading pitchers. Leading off the top of the fifth for the Blue Raiders, center fielder number seven, Luke Vinson. Luke Vinson walked and scored in the third. He'll be followed by J.T. Mabry. Here's the pitch, and it's swung on and missed, strike one. Hale Sims starting his fifth inning of work for the 49ers, making only his fourth start of the season. The pitch is inside to Benson, one and one. Raiders have been able to give him problems only in one inning, and that was the third when they scored both of their runs. Benson takes high for ball two, two and one. Luke out of Oakland High School in Murfreesboro. A junior. Has a brother, Kale, also on the team. The pitch. Ball three is outside. And it's three and one. Sims ready for the three one pitch. Strike call, and that'll fill it up. Three and two. Benson walked on a 3-2 count in the third inning. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball four, and he walked him. So Benson walks for the second time. 
And that's only the second walk allowed by Sims. Batters J.T. Mabry flied out in the first and singled in the third. That single was his third hit of the tournament. Sims with the pitch. Mabry looks at a ball outside. And again, they have a right-hander throwing down in their bullpen down the left field line. Throw to first, Vincent back. Luke has been known to steal a base. He has 11 of them this season in 15 attempts. The pitch swung on, fly ball left center field. That's going to be easy for Jackson. He has it for out number one. Raiders just haven't been able to put much pressure on Sims except for that one inning when they scored their two runs. Here's Brett Coker. Brett 0 for 2. Throw to first, runner back. Hit into a fielder's choice in the third. Later came around to score in that inning. Pitch to the plate. Tried to check his swing and fouled it over by the Charlotte dugout. Strike one to Coker. Six to two. Charlotte leading here in the fifth. No balls, one strike to Brett. Luke Vinson, the runner at first with one out. And we'll draw a throw over there. Ducks back in. Another throw. Boy, the weatherman has really smiled on this tournament. We've had great weather here in Houston. Sims ready again. And then the runner goes. The pitch is low. The throw to second base is not in time. Vincent steals second. And the pitch was a ball. So it's one and one to Coker, and now Benson in scoring position at second base with his 12th stolen base of the season. Coker fouls it off to the left side in the count one and two.
left fielder has to come in and retrieve that ball. It caromed off the uh, fence and rolled out into fair territory. One ball, two strikes to Brett Coker. 